All right, this is Jared and Daigle with MetalSpeak.com. We're here with Matt Sotelo from the mighty Decrepit Birth. How's it going, man? Hey, man. How's it going? Good. You guys are on the Occupation Domination Tour with uh, Cattle Cap, Origin, Aborted. Yep. A bunch of other sick-ass bands. How's yep. the tour going so far? Um, well, it's winding down right now. This is There's only like three more shows after this one. Um, but the tour's been fun, you know? It's a uh, standard death metal tour, a bunch of cool, you know, death metal bands. And actually... Battlecross is kind of like kind of borderline thrash death kind of sort of thing, so that's yeah. cool too. Um, you know the turnouts, especially on the the West Coast, I really noticed were really good. I mean, there's also some other dates in between that were really good, but I noticed really a lot of like shows on the West Coast and like yeah, tonight was really good too. Denver was excellent, so nice. very happy. Nice, glad we showed up for you guys. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. thank you. I'm <laughs> glad awesome. you guys made it. Yeah. So uh, Polarity's been out for a little while. Yeah. Since 2010, yeah. summer. So, uh, yeah, we're definitely, I don't know if you're going this direction, but we are working on new material. Nice. So, um, I don't know, like, when it's going to be out exactly, but we're not really trying to push. Uh, you know, we're not trying to push it. I just want it to be uh, something good. Yeah. Unrushed, yeah. if you will. Is it going to be kind of along the lines of polarity, or is it kind of go back to the... Um, <clears throat> well, um... It's actually, I mean, if anything, I'd say it's a little bit more like Diminishing Between Worlds, our second record. That's what I would like it to be. I mean, I'd like it to be its own entity, of course, like its own thing. Um, but, you know, I, I really like the, the vibe and the feeling we had on our second record. So I'm trying to kind of like maybe take it back to that direction and still, you know, have a little bit of the earlier chunky, heavy, brutal kind of thing. And maybe even throw something in there that, you know we you know, we haven't really done yet, so we'll see. We'll see. I'm just taking it slow. So, yeah. where are you uh, calling most of your most of your inspiration from? As of right now, I mean, um, just just uh, everyday uh, everyday things I see in life, um, whether it be just like uh, people how they react to religious things or po political issues or whatnot um that inspires me almost a lot more than a lot of the music out there like i don't know it's not really like a, it's not necessarily always just about the music that inspires what i play i don't know it's just like some sort of um kind of channeling what i see in my life into the music and it's not necessarily i mean of course i'm really into a lot of bands and i listen to like a lot of aldi Mila on this tour i've been listening to a lot, a lot of that um fallujah's great like yeah. them a lot what kind of, uh, as far as like the religious and political stuff, man, what's, what's really sticking in your craw these days? What sticks for me is is like being accepting of everything and taking the best of everything and not necessarily saying that, you know, one religion is, is the right way to be or one way is the right way to be. It's just being like accepting of everybody who, you know, even, if, even though we all have our differences and we all kind of look at life differently, it's just... Um, I don't know, you know, we're, we're, all, we're all humans here, you know, and we should try and get along. I know it's a stupid, typical thing to say, but I really feel that way. And, and uh, I kind of get discouraged when I see, you know, certain, certain people from, you know, whatever religion saying that theirs is the only way and, and whatnot. It's like they kind of ruin it for a whole religion by being so this loud voice, obnoxious voice and coming out and saying that stuff when 
I don't know. I just I think even though you know whether you're Muslim or you know Jewish or you know Christian or whatever it is, I think there's there's always going to be people in those religions that are accepting of other religions, no matter what, just because we're we should be good people in life. I mean, it seems to me like even though there's a lot of corruption and a lot of negativity, people do want to be good. The majority of people want to be good. It's just fucked up. I mean, there's a lot of corruption, and, but I think in the end, uh, I think everything will be okay <laughs> in one way. I try, I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying to be positive. I know a lot of death metal bands are not positive. I try to be positive. So that's kind of a lot of what we're all about. Bill's the same way about that kind of stuff as well. Yeah, we're going to get that from the stage banter, which is yeah. which is atypical. Right. Right. I know. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, you're not used to, you know, some of the stuff that he says when it comes to a lot of other bands are really like, you know, fuck this religion and fuck that. Whatever. That's cool that they do that. We're just really, we try and be open-minded. I'm really, I mean, my parents were hippies. You know, we come from Santa Cruz, which is, you know, it's it's just an open-minded hippie town. And that's just what I'm used to. You know what I mean? So, it is what it is. <laughs> Pardon the interruption. The alley, uh, off. alleyway shenanigans oh. here. At least we haven't had a crack or a walk up. <laughs> Not right. yet. Don't no, jinx it. Yeah, I Sorry. Um, I was just gonna ask. You mentioned Aldi Mule. Is any other like kind of non-metal stuff you want to cite as a as a big influence to your playing? I mean, writing? so much non-metal stuff, really. I mean, especially nowadays. I mean, I, I listen to everything from like uh, Depeche Mode to like Alan Holdsworth to like uh, so much stuff. You know, classical music. I mean, my iPod is filled with, like, a ridiculous amount of just other random kind of stuff, not just death metal or metal. But at my core, just because when I grew up, I was really into a lot of the, the 80s thrash and all the whole 80s thing. Um, so that's that's where my heart is, is, like, you know, yeah. metal. But as I've gotten older, as I've, you know, grown up, I've come to like a lot of other styles of music. So, you know, and I put that, I try to put that into what we do, even though... You might not ever know that, you know, I have influence from someone like Michael Jackson, and it actually might be something slipped into our music that's influenced, not directly influenced, but something like that, pop stuff, anything, it doesn't matter, anything that sounds good, with a catchy hook and stuff like that, that's what we're all about. But also, you know, we do our whole technical thing, and it's just just because it keeps it fun for us. (laughs) So, I don't know. Nice. Is there anything you would isolate as like a guilty pleasure that you normally wouldn't cop to? Guilty pleasure. <laughs> um, um, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it clean because I did another interview and I, I was kind of bummed on what I said. <laughs> so I mean, uh, let's say diet soda. Diet soda. Keep it clean. That's I hate. I hate that I love it. So. There well, we I was go. thinking more like music-wise. Okay, what what? I was talking like you know jamming anyone in the dump or anything. I, just, you know, <laughs> Doing what? Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's his no, favorite any, phrase now. Any, it's any, my favorite phrase. Any any? Are you saying like any kind of bands that I'm embarrassed to say that I yeah. like or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You can't say Nickelback. Um, I thought you said just just meant in general in life, but uh, yeah. no, no, definitely not Nickelback. Um, <laughs> I'm not embarrassed to say I like anything. I mean, I love. Uh, no, I don't like too much new pop, but I like. A lot of the hair bands I like, like you know, I love Winger and Dawkin and love Poison. I've seen them twice, Def Leppard, all that shit. But I also love the thrash metal shit. I love like Old Testament, and Violence, and Forbidden, and all that shit too. And that's what kind of took me on the path to the death metal. Nice. I don't know. I'm not embarrassed by anything I listen to. Really, I, I I'll cop to anything. 
So we're finding that more and more is, you know, seems like a lot of the guys we talk to, you know, they have pretty eclectic musical tastes. Right. They get kind of burnt out, you know, after playing and listening to metal, especially on tour, you know, for yeah. I gotta say, six or seven yeah. hours a day, it's like I need a break. Exactly, man. Especially like some of these I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I mean there's been some some of these uh festival days where it's like you know, you get there and it's like noon, and you know you have bands playing all the way from 12 noon till 12 at night. And it's just metal blast beat. You know, how much of it can you take after 12 hours? It's like, oh my god! And then I got to go play my stuff. It's okay because I love to, I love to play, and it's okay. But I do get a little bit kind of like burnt out after hearing you know 37 bands or whatever it is. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry guys. Um, but you know, don't get me wrong. I, I fully support. Sorry fully support the scene fully support these younger bands and what they're doing and you know I've talked to a lot of them and, and told them keep doing what you're doing keep working hard and uh, that's what you know they're doing what we did and it's, it's nothing against it's just sometimes I've, I've heard a lot you know I've just heard a lot of bands play before us and with the touring and the driving and stuff like that I get really burnt out and I, I might miss some of the opening bands and you know I feel bad because they'll oh, did you check out my band and uh, it's nothing against them it's just it's just my own fault I suck. <laughs> I need a break. I do. I'm tired. You hear it in my voice. I'm not usually so. I'm tired. You're 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 more um, kind of loud spoken than some of the people we talk to. So don't oh, okay. worry. Oh well, then especially yeah. after you play, like that's what we kind of find. Like try to talk to to bands before they play, because a lot of times it's just like a White. kind of a slow mumble that comes okay. out. But no, you're very well spoken. So. <laughs> well, I feel like I'm I'm kind of but good good. No, yeah. Good. So, what are you guys uh, going the rest of the year? <clears throat> I'm probably going to work on the new album more, and I'm going to personally, I'm going to be hanging out with my family this summer, and uh, not really thinking too much about doing anything. And then maybe in the fall, we're talking about going to Europe. So, okay. see if that pans out, and then um, definitely try and you know get some promo stuff out by maybe later this year or early next year, just so to spark an interest and show people that we are working on new material you know not we're not just trying to go out and keep playing the same old songs and shit like that um you know that's another thing too is uh we want to we would like to put together a you know a full headlining set you know and like you know right now people keep seeing us play these same songs and it's like we want to play songs that people haven't seen and whatnot so i'm waiting i think though until we come out with another album so we were talking about doing maybe trying to set up a headlining tour for sometime later this year, but I, I really think at this point we're just gonna wait till the next album comes out and there's kind of the new hype and there's some you know new music and we can really focus on putting together a good set and getting some good bands to you know be on the tour and whatnot. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. So hanging out with the family, do you have kids at home or are you talking about like yes? Yeah, so, no, yeah, I got two kids and a wife. Nice. So I am going to go home in a few days and just hang out and with them, go camping and. Enjoy the summer. <laughs> How does that work? Because we, I mean, we, uh, we don't run into a whole lot of whole lot of guys that you know are also family men in addition to touring life. Right. How does that? Um, I know a few other dudes that are in bands that do it, and you know, we just, I mean, luckily my my wife is cool about it, and my kids are, you know, they miss me, but they know that this is what I do. You know, they're they're young, but they're they're used to me going off on tour, and they're kind of growing up with it, so. It's sad, but, you know, I talk to them on the phone and, and make sure I stay in touch. But, uh, you know, just as long as, you know, you stick to doing what you got to do on the road and just keep it keep it serious and keep it business, you know, m my family appreciates what I do. So. Cool. Good. Good. 
good to have that balance. Yeah, for and sure. I need it. Support. Oh God, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I love my wife. She definitely has a lot of support for what I do, for sure. Did you send her flowers on Mother's Day? <laughs> I, her birth, her birthday was actually not too long before that, and I actually sent her a nice bouquet for that. Nice. So I know, <laughs> <Good> I, <call. laughs> I know. You know what? I, I should have done a Mother's Day one as well, but I, I put in a nice phone call to her. Very so good. I'll yeah. see her soon, and we'll yeah. I'll take her out to dinner or something. Nice. <laughs> when it comes to putting like the set list together and stuff, um, I was curious how how did you guys decide on covering the Crystal Mountain? <laughs> I think that might be the second time I've seen you cover it. Um, well, actually, um, this is the first tour we've ever played it. Like, oh, yeah. So, no, no, it's okay. I could have cool. sworn it last time I saw you guys. No, no, no. We. This that. is the first time, and it was just. Uh, I don't know. I just thought that song was catchy, and the the little chorus line, everybody can kind of sing along, you know. And lo and behold, it's pretty much every night somebody out there in the crowd knows every single word and as you know you can see him kind of singing along with us and i love death so much and i i don't know that song is just a great catchy song and i just yeah. thought it's so different too than what our normal stuff i mean yes we are of course influenced by death but you know our normal decrepit birth material is really fast and like got all these like crazy like changes in it. and then you take this more verse chorus verse chorus simple slowed down you know, formula of the of the Crystal Mountain song, and it's cool. It's kind of like a balance between you hear all the super fast stuff we do, and then we go into this kind of more you know melodic and catchy kind of uh, death yeah. song. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's a death song, and people really appreciate it. I think all, at the whole tour, everybody's really come up to us and said, oh, "Man, you guys, thank you so much for doing that cover." And yeah. it makes me feel really like happy that people say that. Yeah, you guys nailed it. Man. Thank you, really, thank really you, awesome. thank you. It was fun. Yeah. You guys give a special shout out to Chuck on his birthday a couple we, days ago Bill, when you did that. Yeah, Bill did. Bill did. I nice. made sure he did that. Wasn't that yesterday or maybe two days ago? Yesterday a couple days ago. Sunday. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, I made sure he did it. So he nice. did. <laughs> nice. It's a good call. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Anything else, you guys? You gotta get your other oh, well, okay. So let me try to be smooth about this. But because um, no you mentioned like classical music, is there any like kind of modern composers that you're into or is it mostly like older stuff I don't really know any like modern like composers. John Williams is, is that like a movie school, one of the yeah. Movie, yeah I've heard the name before Harry, Harry Potter right 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 right. I think yeah, it's crazy good yeah answer, I definitely and uh what's what's the other guy you know uh the guy who does like Tom the Beetlejuice and, uh, and all no, Danny Elfman, Dan Elfman. I, I mean yeah, he's, amazing amazing yeah. But I mean, you know, when I say classical, I just really like a lot of like the simple old like Bach, stuff like that. You know, Bach just is probably my favorite. It's simple and it's conformed classical music. I realize that. But it's just something about it. It's so like, it's just astral. It kind of takes me to like yeah. another place. I don't it know. Seems like he's the one that's most heavily influenced. Pretty much every metal guitarist, right? No, at least in the early days, you know. A lot yeah. of the the lute suites are what I listen to, and I just, I just love that stuff. Yeah. And any anything with harpsichord, I love the harp, the sound of harpsichord, and it's one of my favorite instruments. So. Nice. Cool. Yeah, thank you very much for your yeah, time, thanks, man. Absolutely. Thank you. Good luck with the rest of the tour. Cool. cool. Thank you, man. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank especially you. especially thanks for talking to us after the show. Like I said, usually it's like. People are so wiped after it's like... I know.